boy, Thick. Welcome y'all to the Thick Different Podcast. Will and Tim are here to talk about our past. DGI drones are a bunch of crap. They should fix my shh. So now I'll rap. They better be listening loud and clear. The Think Different Podcast is now to hear. Welcome to the Think Different Podcast. That's right. It is rap number two on episode 28. I hope you people are enjoying the Think Different Podcast every single Friday because that's when new episodes come out. And if you are not, you better tell your friends, damn it, to come over to the Think Different Podcast. And I am here, of course, with our co-host. But before I talk about him, I got to talk about me because my name is Will. TLD, WB Productions, Mavada Dragon Vafides, always on the Twitter and on the Instagram. Make sure you hit me up at TLD Wrestling on the Twitter and WV Productions NJ on the Instagram. And of course, we are here with the man known only as Vacation Tim. Vacation Tim, welcome to the show. Thank you. Well, I'm impressed. Guys, he did that all on first take. So he yeah. didn't have to redo I mean, it. He didn't have to stop the I don't audio. Redo takes. Yeah, nope. it was awesome. Kudos to you. Thank you, man. I, I'm, I'm just call me Kuda Will. Kuda Will. Just, uh, <laughs> how was you? How was your week? Were you happy the Packers lost? Because I am so happy the Packers lost. Yeah, I mean, I didn't care. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to be rooting for the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, even though they beat yes. the Texans. But I am going to root for the Chiefs as well because you lost to the Chiefs. <laughs> that was the reality. The Chiefs didn't beat you. You lost to the Chiefs. Dude, the Cowboys but, are not going to make playoffs anyway next year. So, Yes, but also the sad news that Eli Manning is retiring. It's been kind of officially confirmed. So any any thoughts to that whatsoever? Fantastic career. Um, I wish he had like a farewell kind of balls to the wall last season, but unfortunately he was benched for the majority of the season. But still, he was unbelievable to watch, especially those two Super Bowl runs. Um, you know, great career, man. Yes, and of course, our best condolences go to the Giants on their loss. But I will say that this was one of the worst ways to go out. I feel like he should have played a lot more, but the reality is they have their star, and Eli is just going to be sitting on the bench from now on unless he goes somewhere else, which I'm sure he doesn't want to do, out of respect to the New York Giants. So give you props. But I don't want to give any props to DGI because we have come to the end of our journey with my DGI that I have finally ended it. So the last time we left off on Storytime was I was asking Amex to try to cover this drone uh, cost due to what DGI claims is physical damage. Now, Amex stated that they don't cover physical damage uh, like that. So that kind of sucked. But that's how DGI determined it. So, again, I'm having multiple conversations with different people over email. They still are not adding the 10% off the discount. I already got the drone back. The drone still works. Thank God, because would, that would have been a whole other problem right, if that drone right. didn't work. Now, it works, but the biggest problem is that when I'm driving it around, it thinks there's objects in the near the uh, sensor of the drone, but there really isn't. So that's again, the sensors are messed up right now. I actually bought a DJI Mini drone just in case, and I flew that for one of my gigs. I actually like the DJI Mini. Yeah, I I would prefer that over getting the Mavic again. Is there for any what like, I do? 
Right. So what I do. Okay, so you're not losing any kind of like different features or quality of video and the stuff like that? The features that I need it for, I could do. Now, there are some active track features that are missing that I may want, but I also could try to be very, very good of flying the drone and it kind of achieve the same thing. Sure, right. But it does like like the backward, it goes backwards on its own automatically. It circles around someone automatically, it goes up automatically, focusing on the person. And it doesn't fly as high, so you. And the good thing is, you do not need to register this to the FFA, FAA, which is awesome, if you really have to. So I actually think that the next time, if my Mavic goes, I will get those minis because I have no choice. But the bottom <laughs> line is, I finally had a conversation with somebody who knew what the hell they're talking about. So, when you get your phone fixed at Verizon, Tim, what's happening? If you have insurance through Verizon. Um, and you're asking your phone to be fixed, they're most likely just replacing it with a refurbished slash, I From want to who? say, reused device, and it's a company called Asturion. Thank you. So stop right there. So the DGI, when I was contacting them, their plan is called DGI Refresh. Yep. Now, when you hear that, for me, I'm thinking, okay, well, it's so different how Apple works. We do use third-party houses to fix our stuff, but everything's controlled within Apple. It's all done by Apple. It's under Apple Care. It's not under a third-party insurance. In fact, Apple Care is not an insurance at all. So I found out that they work just like Asurion does. They have a third-party company that actually performs the repairs and the pricing, not DGI. Wow. So I talked to a DJI representative, but the place they get them fixed at is a third party, which is why they can't cover it for free because they are basically... They're paying for the repair. Right. Right. And the, and, and But it's so different how Apple does it, though. We're, we're paying for a repair regardless if we're sending back a broken phone that we're not going to use anymore. Sure, we recycle it, which hopefully gives us some value back into the product, but, but re- reality is DJI uses a third party. So... I found that out, and this guy actually took the time, about 20 minutes, to talk to me. And I explained to him, like, I'm an Apple guy. Your DJI refresh does not say anything about insurance, I mean, insurance or anything on there to tell me that it's a third-party brand that really is in charge of it. Because at that point, I can go with anybody then. Sure. I can just go to Square Trade. Hell, Best Buy offers a deal to do it there if you buy a drone at Best Buy. And I would rather do that because I'm dealing with a major corporation like Best Buy uh, instead of using someone else. In my opinion, folks, the end of the day is I took my drone back. I'm not paying them a cent. I had to just suck it up and have the drone the way it is. I had to deal with it. And then the day the drone finally does not fly anymore, I will buy a smaller DJI Mini. Or if something comparable comes out that's another brand, I will try another brand out. But that is the end of my DJI. But DJI sucks. And I, and, and I told him, I'm like, I love your product. But the fact is, your service is one of the worst things I've ever seen. That you have to email somebody. You can't even get contacted by a supervisor. In fact, another supervisor called me after my phone call saying, oh, I heard you had problems. Which means they don't even have documented my previous call. There is no tracking system at all regarding my case. It feels like there's like five different cases open and no one knows that there is a connection between them. Yeah, that sucks that you went that such a poor experience. And, like, they lost you as a customer, but it also just seems like they don't even care. But then it's well, also 
You are. Yeah, I can't. You can't lose me as a customer because you're the only drone company out there that's affordable and actually works good. Right. Right. I'm not gonna buy one of those toy ones that you buy at, you know, Walmart that Kmart, are cheap as hell. Yeah. yeah Kmart. Yeah. Who goes to Kmart anymore? <laughs> now, uh, I'm not sure if you looked into it much, but like a if you were to purchase it from Best Buy, what kind of protection plan do they offer? Is it extended, just like the DJI program, or? It's, I'm assuming they're going to use Square Trade. That's I figure that's what they're probably doing. But at least I can complain to Best Buy, and I think Best Buy would actually do something about it. Yeah, sure. Because when I talk to a supervisor at DGI, I can't go above anybody. Like I could really go high on the chain with Best Buy. I could talk to the store manager. I could talk to the uh, you know a CS manager. And Best Buy is a, a big company, and it's a U.S. company. It's not a Chinese company, and that makes another difference as well. Because I'm not, I'm dealing with a Chinese company, not a American company. Yep, yep. So the bottom line is, if you are going to buy DGI products, do not buy their warranty. Go through a Best Buy or a Square Trade, something that to me is more reliable. And if I had to tell you, if it's if Best Buy, it was more money than DGI Refresh, which I'm, I think it is. I would tell you it's worth it just because of the experience you're going to deal with if you go to DGI. It is the worst customer service i have ever experienced yeah online. i mean yeah like you could you can compare that just like buying apple care for your iphone at the apple store versus paying insurance through your carrier the different levels of service that you're going to receive is is vastly different you're going to pay more for the apple care at the apple store but you're going to get such a better experience in return Right, and that's why I buy Apple Care on all my products because I don't need. It's remember, it's not just my phone. It's the wire. It's the cord. It's the headphones. It's all these things included with it. Face it, guys. You if you want to buy knockoff third party wires, go ahead. But you can't get them warranty, and they could fry your phone. At least if you have an Apple cord, you and you have Apple Care, you can get that swapped out as many times as you want. As long as you don't cut it in half, like you're gonna basically get it swapped. Yep. So that's my DJI journey. So uh, screw DJI, you're a piece of shh. <laughs> Will, there's children around. Parents, make sure your kids go to bed before they hear this podcast. <laughs> All right, but that's enough of DJI. It's now time to get into Tim's prepared segment. It is time for his favorite moment of the day where he is a star. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the news. The news. Alright, Apple TV Plus iPad Poser Series bringing show illustrators to Apple stores. Yes, to an Apple store near you from January 6th to February 18th, Apple TV Plus showrunners will be teaching today at Apple classes. And what's um, showrunners so that people know? Yeah, showrunners, so it's like somebody that is in charge of the, whether that's the art design for the entire show or how the series, like how episodes line up. Um, it it's a it varies up and down, but these are mostly the concentrating on the illustrators and how you can use your iPad Pros and Apple Pencils to illustrate very cool visions and stuff like that. Um, so the first session already passed, which was held at Apple Michigan Ave on January 14th, and it was the illustrators from For All Mankind, which is again one of Apple TV Plus's original uh, TV shows. Coming up on January 28th at Apple Carnegie Hall, you can explore color and composition inspired by the creators of C. 
And then later sessions will be drawn from inspiration of the morning show and servant. Um, so Apple TV Plus shows have just significantly expanded to Apple offerings since this past fall. And it's really cool that Apple is recognizing the artists that they already have in their tool belt and sharing that with the, the customer base. Um, so it's, it's definitely something really cool to see. Sure. So you know my feeling on today at Apple. I know, I know. That's I could uh, understand it from the, the silence of that after <laughs> that reading. So the Apple Store concept video from the 1990s has surfaced. Um, somebody was able to repurpose and try and get this Apple retail concept video back on the internet. Well, probably it was never on the internet before, so now they're putting it on the internet. And Will and I watched it together, and it was really cool. Like the the music is draw it draws you in. The vibrant the colors will just get you into it. Yeah, um, and we both agreed that the Apple Store will never look like this. And no. I I mentioned the Will that it looks like almost, you know, when you have like your technology classes in like middle school or high school and has like each station where it's like one station is dedicated to computer programming, another station is dedicated to like robotics and stuff like that it kind of looked like that which is what their concept was for the apple retail store back in the 90s um we'll be posting on our social media so you'll definitely get to see the video but uh it's pretty uh pretty entertaining what they kind of did now with the like some of the areas like especially the avenue area they kind of took the concept from that 1990s where they have solutions in one area and they still have the tables are kind of you know, they're kind of like what they wanted to do with them. So they did, they, I'm sure Steve didn't use a thing from that, but the, the idea of the Apple store back in the nineties, well, number one, I don't think that would have worked that, that whole look of it. Again, it looks like too, like you're in high school. Yeah. And yeah. It's, that's not exactly the futuristic look of Apple stores is what made it look good. You know, the glass panels was like the biggest thing. Like that store was not going to use a glass panel. No, no. The wood design of it, the futuristic look of the lighting, the the, the steel. Like so there there was so many different things. I mean, even the first Apple stores though, they had wood on the floor. You know, that they, they did have that. But after that they went to solid brick and that's how they all are. Apple Card users can now export transactions to Yay. use in budgeting apps. Um, so when Apple Card launched last year, it didn't support importing transactions into various budgeting apps, which has a lot of major negative reviews for customers who use Quicken Loans, YNAB, Lunch Money, Mint, and more. As of today, Apple has a solution. The option to download a spreadsheet that has all Apple Card data, which can be then imported into many budgeting apps. In order to get there, you open the wallet app, choose the Apple Card, you tap the card balance, tap on a monthly statement, and then at the top corner, there's going to be export transactions. So this will download a C CSV document, and now it'll allow you to share it across any app that you want to use. Yeah, but it's not what I would want, where it links it like and gives you up-to-date data. This requires you to physically do something to get that data down. Now, it's good for something like QuickBooks and stuff like that, but a lot of people liked having the account connected and lively, like every day updated, where this requires you to physically do something. So th I'm sure it'll get there a, at that point. I'm sure it'll go to that point. I don't think Apple has no plans. I think of doing that. Really? I, I, Just because proprietary they, information stuff? 
Oh, it's the privacy, 100%. Apple doesn't want that Apple card leaked to, like, Mint. I use Mint for everything. I don't know about you, but I use Mint for all my accounts that can link up to it. And Apple Card is the only one that can't link up to that, which is fine. I mean, I have to just deal with that. But it would be nice for it to link up. But I understand why they don't do it. I've never heard of Mint. Mint is a mobile solution that actually is from Intuit. And it is a way to connect all your accounts so you know you know, you, you have all your income and all of your credit cards and all your stock and all your, your 401k all in one app. So, you know, every transaction that happens like pretty quickly and it updates it automatically. And that way you can create budgets for yourself in there. You can know what credit cards are probably good for you if you're going to uh, get a new credit card based on the data it collects. So it is collecting data from all these different credit cards, uh, E-Trade, my stock, uh, Acorns. I use Acorns as well. So you can grab all that data and it stores it all in one area. Is it free? It's free. Yeah, try it. And you trust it? Yeah, I do. Uh, it's been very good. And honestly, there's nothing else out there. I've tried other ones. They're just not as good. And, and it makes it really, really easy. I, I feel it's very easy. Plus, you can add your own personal stuff in there. So if you pay like your car payment, but it doesn't capture that from the app, you can import your own ideas but also you can see like how much you're spending per month like you can see that's how i have my groceries set up so here's an example i use one credit card for groceries and it knows where i visit based on so if i go to stop and shop it knows it's groceries and it adds the budget up and tells me what we spent for that month wow so i love it it's a it's a really really useful app you have to look into that yeah, I would, uh, for you, especially that now you're living in the home, Yeah, you guys need to look into that, especially if you want to know who's spending with what, and you could stalk her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, thanks for that. And this is not a plug for Mint. No. It's just talking about it. We were not paid to do that. But if you want to pay us, please let us <laughs> I mean, know. Please, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so the news is over. So we decided to talk about a subject this week that we thought – would be something new we haven't talked about yet and something that a lot of people, if you haven't done it yet, you need to start thinking about doing it. And that is home automation. So it is time to change your home with some artificial home intelligence. Sounds scary. I make scary things happen. You want me to rap again? No, no, please, please. <laughs> it's TLD. Yeah. Four-time tag team champion. I'm cuddly. I'm cute. I'm a champion. Apple has a lot of products that integrate within this application called Home. Um, and the integration is called HomeKit. Different products can integrate into this home application that is accessible both on across all Apple platforms, actually, not just both. Uh, it's on your iPhone, your iPad, your Apple TV, your MacBook, you know, wherever you have an Apple device, the home app is accessible via there. Connect your lights to it. You connect your doorbell to it. You can connect your locks. You can connect cameras, light switches. You can connect your thermostat, um, different sensors, outlets. It's just anything that you can really think of that you use in your home, you can connect through this home application. So I wanted to start off with what I use in my home currently is products that are found at the Apple store specifically because that's where I bought them from. Um, so I have a, 
Sonos application. So I have Sonos speakers on every level of my house. So I have a basement, a main floor, and a uh, upstairs. So I have a Sonos speaker in each of those kind of levels. And basically the Sonos is able to connect all through the home app and I'm able to play either one song throughout all three of the rooms. I could play a different song in each room or I could just pick wherever I want to play the song. So if I want to play the song just in my bedroom and my main floor, I could pick there and not my basement. It's really cool, really intuitive. And I could just say, hey Siri, play Alicia Keys in the living room or in the bedroom and stuff like that. Really awesome. Another thing I have is this iDevices switch, which is basically just a plug that plugs into your outlet and you're able to plug any device that you want to turn off and on. Um, typically, you would plug in like a lamp or you know a, maybe like a refrigerator or something like that. Um, so I currently have our bedroom light hooked up to our iSwitch and all I have to do is say, hey Siri, turn on the bedroom lights. Or I could have a timer set up or like a schedule where I know I'm coming home at 6 p.m and I want my bedroom light to be on, so I can automatically have that light be turned on at 6 p.m. Um, so those are the, and then I have a Amazon Alexa. It's hard to think that Amazon Alexa, the Echo Dot, uh, the Google Play, Google Home, Apple HomePod, these are all actually home automation devices because even though they're like assisted talk speakers, they can help you get to where you want to be, as in like turning on the lights, locking the doors, stuff like that, because all you have to do is talk to that, and that is kind of the quarterback for all your different devices in the house. So I do have an Alexa. Um, it's only connected to my Sonos speakers, and I basically just ask it to tell me the weather, um, but that's it. But, uh, Will, I know you have a lot of crap that is connected oh, to your home kit. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. Thanks so much. So, yeah, uh, so could you tell us a little about them? Sure. So uh, the first thing I started off with was the Hue. I think, honestly, if you were going to start your home automation life and you've never done it before, Hue is probably the best option because I think it's the easiest and it's the easiest concept to understand uh, when it comes to what home automation really is. So I started off with the starter kit with the colors. Uh, that was my very first kit. We had a good discount from Apple when I did that. So that's why I kind of started with that. And I have that set up in my living room. I also added, I also bought another starter kit actually because it was cheaper to buy the starter kit than buying the individual bowls when we were working at Apple. So I ended up having a second hub uh, for nothing. But I also wanted, to, I also had to upgrade my hub because they changed their hub in the middle of this transition. So it kind of worked out. Oh, nice. So I bought, so right now in my house, I have four Hue light, I have three Hue lights in my lamps, and I have a strip that I put uh, above somewhere. So I did buy one of those strips, but I don't use it for the actual strip. I bought it like refurbished or used. And when I tried to stick it onto the back of my television, it did not stick at all. It was terrible. No way. Uh, so that, that makes me not want to buy a used one anymore, but I found a really good spot to put it uh, anyway. So I also have in my bedroom, I have two of them in my bedroom. I have four of them in my office. And then recently, I just bought the Outdoor Lilies. Which is new, correct? They are brand new. So these are the ones that go on your home as spotlights to your home. Uh, and you could, and right now we have a setup, and right now I set up a thing. I'm going to tell you how the scenes work in the home app. 
But I set up a scene called Valentine's Day, which turns all the outside lights completely pink. And it's it's really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So Hue is where I start off with everything. It's probably the most popular. It is the most popular product I have in the home. Uh, now, the other one I have in my home is Nest. But as we all know, Nest does not work directly with HomeKit. At least not the, the first couple did, but now the rest don't when Google bought it out. So I do use Nest. And I think Nest is the best thermostat out there that's non-Siri working. Right, right. Yeah, so and you have to make that very clear that you cannot use this in the home app. So you do have to get a separate app for it. Uh, and then in my bedroom, I have a couple of those iSwitch devices. So iDevices came out. We were using iDevices a long time ago, selling them, and they were about like fifty dollars a piece too. They were not. They were really expensive back in the day. Yeah, but they were. They, they had two features besides turning your item on and off. It also had a nightlight attached to it. Oh, you're right. Yeah, mine. Yes, I forgot There's, about that. Yep. So they have a nightlight built into them as well. So I have a couple on my living room floor that I that turns off and on some of the items in my living room and bedroom. So I'm using a couple of those. I think about like three of those I have right now. I also bought for Hugh. I bought the sensor. So when I come in my office, the lights turn on automatically. That's cool. Yeah, the sensor is really neat. I put it somewhere where that's an no iDevice sensor. No, this is a, from Hugh. Oh, nice. I, I forgot to mention that during my Hue stage, but the sensor knows when I walk into the room. It also knows when I leave the room, and when there's nothing moving in the room, it turns the lights off. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm. I like that. I'm. I'm real. I gotta tell you more about it when uh, we're off air. I also have a Hue light that goes behind my television. I kind of use it as my my light strip, in a way. So if I really wanted to decorate the background, that I have that. So I also bought that. I forgot to mention that. Now the last thing I have, no, and I also want to mention I have an Apple TV and, and two HomePods. Thanks to you for the discount. If you remember giving me that, I do. Uh, yeah, yeah, you gave me the fifty percent off. By the way, we did get fifty percent off HomePods. Yeah, uh, when I we didn't worked need it. there. Yeah, he didn't want it, and I took it because I wanted the stereo sound. Uh, originally, I had it downstairs and upstairs, but then I paired them together uh, for that. But the last thing I did was the lock. Now, I use Slage as my lock. Is that called Slage? Uh, you're probably saying no it better one, than I no would. One, <laughs> no one, I don't think, knows how to really say that company's name. But Slage, I bought one of the locks for them. Again, I used one of our Apple discounts at the time to get it. And it's a keypad plus a lock. So whenever I tell it to lock the door, uh, I say, hey, Siri, lock my door. It does it. It's been pretty good. There have been, I actually had to get a replacement one time because That's the mechanism wasn't working right. Yeah, it, it, it was a little scary. I will, The main thing that was happening was it wasn't fully like locking the door. So it wasn't like I was home and it was unlocking itself. It was just not closing correctly. Uh, and then I called Salaj. We did all these different things. They ended up sending me a replacement. So actually, they were their customer service was pretty good. So I'm not, I'm not going to really fault them on that. So, but the, as long as and it does come with a key, so you can use a key if you wanted to. Okay. Oh, that's that's cool. They give you the option too, of both. Yeah. So that that's my home right now, and that and that's not all the things I have because again, some things don't work with my home app. So I have something called Y on W I O N, and that controlled my Christmas lights outside. Oh, cool. When I had them up. So yeah, it works. It works directly with your Wi-Fi. You can set a timer, and then a timer, and the timer goes off just like. A regular timer always did. So this one just works via Wi-Fi. 
and the last thing I have for cameras, I have two cameras set up in my home, two different ones. So originally I bought the, if you remember, they were like baby monitors that were made by Withings. Yes, I do remember so, that. Yeah. And they're bought by Nokia now. So Nokia actually owns them now. Okay. But I bought two Withings baby monitors because, again, we got a good discount on them. It plays like music through it. It had like a light on it, it and you could play music for like an hour or unlimited. The biggest problem with them, though, is that it kept disconnecting all the time. And it was really, really annoying. One of them eventually just stopped working. Oh, wow. Yeah. And they're too old to get... They, they offered me a 20% discount getting another one, but I never really had a really good experience with it. I felt like it never... It, like, it disconnected all the time. And my other one I have right now that's still working, I really had no problems with it. Now, you can subscribe to their cloud service, but I don't do that. I decided not to go with the cloud service option. We're going to talk about that in a second, what Apple came out with with iOS 13. That was really neat. Uh, the other one I have is something from a company called Cloud Edge. Cloud Edge. Now, yeah, this is not a very known company. In fact, I found this on a Black Friday deal this last Black Friday. It was like 80 bucks. So the camera, you, hook, you basically attach it via sticky, almost like a, uh, what's it called? Uh, command strip. Thank you. Yeah, like a really strong command strip. You charge it via USB and you put it outside. It magnetically attaches to this ball. It's very strong, believe it or not. And it sits there and I have a SD card inside the slot. So it records all my sessions in the SD card, which can play back on the app. It's actually a very cool app, but it's very, it's not very, it's not very up. It's like if you go to Ring, that would look better than this. Like the Ring software would probably be a lot better, right? Than this. So it's not that great of a of a software. I think it's very uh, weird. But I do have to recharge it. I don't have it plugged in outside. Yeah, so I was just gonna the, ask that. So you gotta take yeah, it so down and stuff. I, I do have to take it down. I charge it overnight one night and then I put it back up. And especially during the holidays, the biggest problem was the lights were on all the time, so it always kept recording events. Uh, oh, because it only does it off motion, correct? Correct, and and because now that the holidays are over, that's not happening as much. Yes. So those are the different items I have. Not to mention I have the Ember coffee mug, which is not really home automation, but it's just another product to have in the home where it heats up your coffee, keeps it at a certain temperature for a certain amount of time. So I'm all in. Yeah, I'm man. all in. He, he's got it all, folks. <laughs> but you, and actually, we're going to actually shoot exactly what my home looks like so take a look on youtube in the next week or two we're gonna have a, a video that we're filming so you could see my home in action and i'm going to perform different scenes and how my layout of my actual phone looks like so you get an idea of what how to set up a pretty good automation home yeah 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 you guys should look forward to that video coming out what would you want to have in your home that you currently don't have you know the one thing i don't have is a humidifier Oh, like I would a actually, smart humidifier. Yeah, I, I would. I would like to have that because when I go to bed at night, I like to like if I said if I had said, "Hey Siri, good night," and it turns on the humidifier automatically, which would be really nice. Oh, that's cool. Uh, plus, yeah. the, plus, the, plus the one I have is very cheesy and very cheap. Uh, but because I live in a townhome, there's not much I really need. I would also like to have a carbon dioxide alarm as like a home automation kind of thing. That's something because then you'll know like when you have to switch it. Uh, if the fire alarm goes off, like if you, like like the levels are, yeah, it's just something I think I would like. That's true. Do they make that? They do. I think I would want the 
Nest thermostat kind of thing, or any kind of smart thermostat that would most likely I would want it to work with the home kit. I think that would be cool. Help me save money on my heating and cool uh, air conditioning and stuff like that. I would also be very curious to have one of the faucets. There is a faucet that is out there from Kohler. It's a thousand dollar faucet. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it works with HomeKit. I don't know. I guess it like turns your water off on and off. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I got that. But we also wanted to talk about a couple things that are, are available to buy. Now, one of the things that just came out that was new is the ProLine doorbell. Now, this is big because this works with your HomeKit Secure Video. Now, Apple came out with this new feature where it records video but sends it to your iCloud. Yes. So it is attached to that. And it's this is the first product, I think, that's out that does this. So if you wanted to, instead of paying for a cloud service like $9.99 a month or whatever you want to pay, this doesn't do that. This actually stays directly inside of, of your home, and it stays within inside of your cloud that you already pay for. Yeah, that's really cool. I like that. Looking around a $500 price tag. It's not oh, cheap. Oh, man. Yeah. Yes, Is sir. it worth that convenience, I guess? Like, that's how you uh, kind of weigh no. right? Yeah. No. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> the other doorbell is uh, Netmo Smart Doorbell. That's another one. This one, I think, is for sale. You see these new light bars that uh, Philips Hue came out with? Oh, yeah, those long bars? Yeah, those are cool. Yeah, they're nice. Yep. Right now, they're not They're not available right now. If you wanted the, the doorbells, it's brand new. Uh, a fan would be nice, too. I'd love to have a fan. That would actually be really nice to have. Oh, but yeah, I completely forgot about fan. that. Yeah, a fan. Yeah, failing hands are probably like the big, big thing. Now, that's going to cost some dough. So, right, right. Yeah, so you better be ready for that. This one's from the Casablanca Fan Company. It's $549, 54-inch white blades, and they work with HomeKit. That's kind of cool. I would love that. Yep. So I think those are kind of cool. Curtains would be another one, too. Oh yeah, that's like that's like uh, what was that movie where the house? It was like the you talk to the house and the house controlled everything in the in the house. It was like smart house or something like that. It was a Disney Channel movie. I forget. I'm sorry. I forget it. <laughs> but the house ended up taking over, and then they had to like destroy the AI voice that was in it. But anyway, they would be able to control like the curtains going back and forth right. to like you know wake you up or whatnot. And yeah, by the way, ther- cool. thermostats have and, and biggest thing too, thermostats are a lot cheaper. Like iDevices came out with their own. It's only a hundred bucks. And honestly, a lot of these thermostats are so easy to install. It's not as hard as you really think it is. Oh yeah, it's just unmounting your current thermostat and basically plugging Match- in this new one. It's matching it up. That's yeah. really all it is. The locks is not that hard, you know, that requires a little time. But right now, if I was to tell you uh to get a lock, the August Smart Lock Pro is probably the one I like the best. Uh, it's like a big bulky circle that goes on the outside. The difference is there's no... I don't believe this one has a keypad, where Solage does have a keypad. Uh, Apple's not selling the Solage lock anymore, but they are using uh, they are using this one. August Smart Lock, I'm assuming it's a key fob, or is it just connected to your phone? Uh, it looks like it's just connected to your phone. I'm actually looking on the, the app, and I do not see a, a lock mechanism. Like, you can't put a key in there. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I think you could. I can't imagine they won't offer that option as a, as on there. I don't have that one, so Slash is the one I can go with. I know that's available right now inside of Home Depot and Lowe's. They definitely have them there. As far as like a camera system, do you, what do you have in your home again? 
I don't have a camera system. Not yet. Yeah, yeah, you have to think of a good one. I I would tell you, like, Logitech would be a good one to go with uh, if I had to, like, redo my whole system again. As much as I want to do Ring, and I like Ring, I like the idea of it linking into the home app because most of the stuff I have in my home is connected to it. Yeah, exactly, right? Like, you you want to be all-encompassing. And And it's a security measure of it, too. Sure, sure, right. And, like, how you're describing how it needs batteries, that kind of deters me away from buying a lot of this stuff because I don't want to be... I don't want to be using (laughs) batteries. Yeah, exactly. And I don't want to be using batteries anymore. That's why I upgraded all my keyboards. I think all of them use batteries. I don't think you can get around that. I think all of them have to use... There's got to be some kind of power flowing through it. Yeah. And you can't hook it in. They all are going to use batteries. But that's why I said you have to make sure you always have a key. Yeah. Always have a key. Yeah. Because it's... You're not... This is not a replacement for a key lock. This is the convenience of when I say, Hey, Siri, unlock my door when I am... Arriving home, but right. now one of the things that's great about the home app too is the automation feature. So I'll, cu- I'll tell you a couple automations I have set up already. So once sunset hits, that's when the outside lights from Valentine's Day scene automatically turns on. At at seven thirty on weekdays, my lights inside of my living room automatically up to a certain percentage. The best one I have is when I say, "Hey Siri, good night." And, oh, I almost turned. I almost. <laughs> I just made that go off, and now all the lights in the house is turned off, guys. Uh, that is so funny. And what and what's Will Will's talking about? Everybody is this new app called Shortcuts. Well, it's not even that. This is built into oh, automation. Oh, built into the automate. Oh, sorry. It's sorry. built in. You can you can absolutely do things with that. I'll, I'll give you a good example. And this is going to be a terrible, but I don't care if she hears it. So if you're just in that mood and you're with that woman and you really just need to have a moment together and you just want to sit down the bed and get a little freak on, well, I have a shortcut for that. Do you? That's good to know. <laughs> that, that locks my door, turns all the lights out of my house except the bedroom ones, turns them red and pink, and turns on the smooth jazz radio station. Wow. <laughs> you got it all planned out. <laughs> and folks, I am not kidding. I will show you that in the video. That we show. <laughs> I actually have that. My, it's funny that you say that. <laughs> the only shortcut that I have set up in my phone is to text my girlfriend every day that I love her at 9 a.m. Like it just, it automatically sends a text to her. Um, wow. So, dude, that's kind of lazy. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> That's what she said, but then she thought it was kind of cute. Oh, my God. I don't even do that. You know, it's funny, too. I walk walk home from my bus now, and I would love for her to, like, automatically text my wife and say, hey, I'm off the bus. I have to figure out the exact pinpoint location where I get off. That way it knows that. But that would actually be pretty cool to do as well. I have to make a Giving you ideas, man. See? So that's our home automation life. We're going to have a YouTube video of the entire my entire home, the way things work in the home and how when I press buttons, what it does to the home. So you guys get a good idea of what you can create. So hopefully it's educational to you. And I honestly feel if someone is not using home automation yet, get them on that. I got my parents onto it using the Hue lights. And by the way, you don't have to buy the colored ones. Buy the temperature ones that just do the white and the regular yellow. Yep. Like just do those. They're cheaper too. They're only like $50 for a starter kit and you get three of them. 
So I or I think now they get four. Yeah, I think so. So I, so I would strongly recommend getting into the game. Yeah, I gotta get into the game. Yeah, you need to get into the game. I, mean, I could use it for my home theater. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway, thanks, Tim. All right, guys. So <laughs> this was a fake different podcast. Make sure you check us out on Instagram, on our Twitter account. Uh, our Twitter account's at Think Diff Pod. You can check us out at Think Different Podcast on the Instagram and our Facebook page. Remember, we are available on every platform. Spotify. Hell, we're probably on Hulu. And I don't even know it. Pandora. Hulu. We are on <laughs> Apple Podcasts. We are on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Amazon Music. Spotify. You, Spotify, yeah. We know it's on Spotify. <laughs> uh, and it's everywhere. So please tell your Radio. friends. Tell your colleagues. iHeartRadio. We are everywhere. There is no way you can't miss a Think Different Podcast just by searching for it. So, Tim, any final thoughts before we wrap up this episode? Thank you, Tim. We appreciate all of the feedback you've given us today. This is the Fake Different Podcast, and we are going to be back next week to talk once more, more about Apple and the Apple Store experience. Thank you, guys. And remember, for Tim to go to sleep. Peace out. The new Super Beats Heart Shoes Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeats, B-E-E-T-S dot com and save 15% with promo code DEAL.